I'm Gwen Douglas. And I'm Emily Harmon. Welcome to Juice Podcast. Welcome to Juice Podcast. We're in the back of a taxi in Dusseldorf with Andy Ben from the Michelberger. Hello. <laughs> so we're going to do this like rough and ready. This episode is three things Andy Ben hates about wine. I mean, I'm going to say he offered. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he volunteered the topic, so it's not like... You had to cut me in. down to three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds awesome. Let's number start. one. What's number one? So number one... Uh, it's something that happens with a lot of things, but I feel with wine a lot is that people using their slightly increased knowledge to to expose other people's ignorance and use it as their own arrogance. Weaponize their arrogance. Weaponize their arrogance. I'm with and you. Or weaponize their knowledge or their little yeah, bit of knowledge. Their little have. bit of knowledge, and often this ties into a lot of other things, but people telling you or or, te- or exploiting people that keeps it classist and keeps it keeps it classist elitist. keeps it yeah. sexist often yeah. because women are often at the forefront of the mansplaining that goes on as i've seen it's very often that people will you'll give people very clear hints that you know something and that you know exactly what you want and they just don't listen oh to you God. because they're more interested in telling you what they know they want to and what they think it. that they should tell you uh, which I find happens in wine more than it does in the rest of the... Food industry. Food industry, yeah. yeah. You, you don't ask someone, like, what a parsnip is and they just, like, <laughs> tell you what a potato is. So, Gwen... Like, I, lo- I really love yeah. parsnips. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. Let me tell you about a potato that I know. Yeah, yeah. which happens all the time. That's really funny, I like <laughs> this analogy. And what do you think, Gwen, as someone, like, who doesn't necessarily work directly I mean, with wine? Do you find that you feel all that? All the time. I do mean, you, especially, yeah. I'm a woman... I'm heavily tattooed. People just assume that I'm thine or nothing. So even if I hint at something, I try to steer, say I'm asking for advice on a wine and a, on a list, and I ask a few questions, they'll still just treat me like I know absolutely nothing and not give any thought or they just sort of say whatever. They don't give a shit about it. I would say. I so definitely, definitely experienced Yeah, it. I mean, I definitely find that. Not this, I find it a bit, well, in restaurants... Throw away, you know? Just yeah, like, it I is. Have that. And it, what's, it's a huge shame because actually when someone shows a little bit of curiosity they should be actually sort of nurturing that and um, and showing them more interesting stuff and engaging with them Absolutely. more because you're kind of the perfect customer for so many restaurants. Yeah, but people and don't think that, right? Yeah. They look at me and assume something and then that's it. They see the minion glasses. Yeah, they see the minion glasses. Like, oh, glasses oh, my God. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> okay. Number two. Uh, what's number two, Andy Ben? Number what's two. Number two that uh, you the, like just inbred elitism and this isn't actually the thing inbred that annoys me elitism not, in, not inbred but, but like the, the and it We're surprisingly the enough <laughs> surprisingly enough it isn't like the elitist tweed wearing old man on Pall Mall no. that annoys me it's, it's my friends <laughs> my friends that don't know anything about wine that don't want to spend anything on wine right. because they feel that it is beyond they reach somehow and they feel like and they, have to they shouldn't spend why they, fi- shouldn't. they shouldn't spend 15 euros yeah. on a bottle of wine to have with their dinner my answer to them is that they should spend 20 pounds on a bottle of dinner and then buy a cheap bottle of vodka if that's what they want to use to get drunk is right. that elite, is that true elitism with wine I don't know. No, it's. I think it's, it, but I but, think it's, but a it's a product. Anti-elitism. It's, it's a like product, an anti-brand. I think it's a product. A product of like the, the long history of elitism that a lot of people feel afraid to spend sure. money on wine. They feel that they don't know about it. Or because it. they don't know anything, they go, "Well, I'm not gonna." Yeah, yeah it's stupid to spend money on wine. Why am I when gonna I can spend, just get drunk on this? When am I gonna spend this much money on this? Where 
if they only just tried a little bit, then the, the rewards are yeah, very... Yeah, but that trying a little bit shows that they don't know anything or that they... And they don't want to feel like that. So it's yeah. safer to feel safe in their comfortable zone to say, like, I'm just going to spend this it's on this, like, but tried here's, and true... Here's how it leans into point one, is because when they go to a restaurant <laughs> and they try to make a very, like, a, like a really open and humble point about, I don't really know what I want, they get, like, shot down by someone who just... So shows them how little they know right. and then they are not encouraged in order to go and do it again. Yeah, so it actually like compounds the problem at hand. That's how I right. feel. I mean, we all we also all look at the way we spend our money very differently. Like Absolutely. for example, you know, we say look, a 40 euro bottle of wine, a 40 pound bottle of wine or whatever. For most people that maybe seems like an expensive bottle of wine. And it's funny because I'll come and haul over a shirt that's 30 bucks, but yeah. I like, won't but even you, blink to spend that on a Gwen, wine. And Gwen, do you know what? <laughs> the price, you drink a bottle of wine between two of you, it maybe takes you an hour, but you'll pound down two cocktails for 10 pounds yeah, or totally. 10 euros each. Within that hour, not yeah. even think about it and order a third. So it's like, it's a, it's very really much right. this idea of perspective. It's the same way of like how people pay for their gym memberships and they're like, oh, I won't pay it. I won't pay ten. I won't pay ten pounds for a yoga session, and well, you're like, the same thing you with, just spent yeah. that on a glass of wine and drunk it in twenty minutes, and you're well, we this the is same a ninety-minute workout with, ta- with tattooing, where people say, I won't spend a hundred euros on a tattoo, but they're walking around with like two hundred euro sneakers on. Yeah. That'll last two seasons, but a tattoo lasts their whole lifetime. Actually, it lasts longer than they do. Yeah, so, so you want it done properly. Yeah, but yeah. So I guess what? everyone puts value in different things. Agreed. Why? What is wine peeve number three? No the pressure. third thing I hate about wine is uh, the acceptance of serving really faulty natural wines under the guise of interesting. Uh, I really support the natural wine movement and I think they do fantastic things for the environment, for people's perceptions, but don't serve really, really bad wines and and not, I don't know. I think think, uh, that makes a lot of sense because actually a lot of what what natural wine is doing is declassing all of these other pet peeves, but at the same time, every time a bad bottle of natural wine that's faulty is served, it devalues natural wine. Well, it's the same same level of miseducation uh, with wine professionals, with conventional wine as there is with natural wine, unfortunately. There are the same people serving wines that are out of condition, and but they're using the excuse that it's natural as a way to, to validate what they're serving because actually they don't know what they're serving. So I think it all comes down to we all have to be a bit more informed, we'll have to learn a little bit more about what we're serving. Yeah, super. So we're at the end of our journey. Thank you very much, Andy Ben, for coming on and sharing your three wine pet peeves. I'm Gwen Douglas. You can find me on Instagram or us on Instagram at juice.podcast. And you can find us on uh, Twitter at juice underscore podcast and on our website at juice.show where you can find some tote bags. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.